This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Megan's big surprise visit to a women's shelter. It's her first public appearance since she and Harry quit the Royals. Then, day of history. He's been impeached forever. I could use some good legal advice. You have some good lawyers? And no handshake at the big debate. It appeared that Warren refused a handshake with Sanders. What did they really say to each other? From Inside Edition's Lip Reader. What does she say right here? And barbershop rage? The mom accused of freaking out after the barber accidentally nicked her little boy. The next thing I remember was my body being on the ground and broken glass. Plus, good dog. The dog that took a bite out of a home intruder. He was escorting him out by the rear end. Then, the accused Golden State Killer. His forgotten victims. He came into my house, put the gun to my head. Forced to lie motionless while his girlfriend was sexually assaulted in the next room. Now, 42 years later, the men who were tormented by the notorious serial killer. I can see him standing in my bedroom, clear as day. And the five-year-old girl put in a chokehold. Why won't the bus driver stop it? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The row between the royals shows no signs of simmering down. Some critics say Meghan Markle is taking on her sister-in-law, Kate, on the philanthropy front. Meghan has just made her first public appearance since announcing the split with the palace as Kate steps out, too. Jim Murray is standing by with more. Jim? Thanks, Deborah. I'm outside the shelter in downtown Vancouver, where Megan made her surprise visit with homeless women and children. It's her first public appearance since she and Harry quit the Royals and the opening salvo in what many see as a rivalry with her sister-in-law, Kate. Megan emerged from her secluded mansion on Vancouver Island to make the unannounced visit to the downtown Eastside Women's Shelter. The shelter posted this photo of her visit with the caption, Look who we had tea with today. Megan's visit came as a complete surprise to the people who run the shelter, which is in one of the poorest neighborhoods of the city. Their first inkling that Megan was coming came from a cryptic email from her assistant asking about security. Megan braved sub-zero temperatures. Look at this frozen fountain. As Megan was wowing women in Vancouver, in England, her sister-in-law Kate was given a rapturous reception in what's being called the Duel of the Duchesses. She chatted with children in a cheering crowd, hugged one young admirer, and giggled while she made milkshakes. How was the uh, summer at Sandringham, William? How's your relationship with Harry, William? Prince William ignored questions, but he seemed delighted to be back to his royal duties. 
Meanwhile, a new crisis is emerging for Meghan today. Her estranged father, Thomas Markle, is prepared to testify against her in a bitter court battle. I spoke with her sister, Samantha. Do you think that your father, Thomas Markle, will actually testify against Meghan, his own daughter? The truth is the truth. And uh, so, to answer your question, absolutely yes. Meghan and Harry are suing a London newspaper for publishing a heartbreaking letter to her father, complaining about his behavior before the royal wedding. Court documents filed by the Sunday Mail newspaper reveal a zinger Markle texted Meghan and Harry after a heart attack kept him from attending the royal wedding. I'm sorry my heart attack is any inconvenience for you. Does he regret sending that text message? No, he and he shouldn't regret it. I, I think his feelings were very natural under the circumstances. And royal watchers are noticing another sign of Prince Harry and Meghan's break with the palace. Her wardrobe. After wowing the world with her high fashion designer wardrobe lately, Meghan's been looking awfully relaxed. The parka Meghan Markle wore en route to the women's shelter in Vancouver has been in her closet since at least 2017, as seen in this photo on her way to yoga. It's by the British label Barber and costs $450. And this is a version of the coat that Meghan is wearing in navy blue. The hood is trimmed in fake fur. It's really comfortable and it'll keep you super warm in the Canadian cold. What statement is Meghan making with these clothes? Well, Meghan is obviously moving to Canada, so we're seeing a huge shift in her style. She's going from royal to everyday mom. This is casual and comfortable, something we never really see her in. She's definitely making a huge shift in her wardrobe. Megan also wore boots by Les Chameaux with a $500 price tag. And her no-frills tote is by Kuana for $200. When Megan arrived at the shelter, she posed with the ladies in a cable-knit sweater. Fans of her TV show Suits have seen it before. Mike asked me to move in with him. She wore the same sweater in this 2013 episode. It's not known if she got it from the wardrobe department. She's really trying to show us that she's trying to be just like the everyday modern woman. She's saying it's okay to wear outfits that she's already been seen in. She doesn't care as much as what that means to be an outfit repeater. It looks as if the Duchess of Sussex may be returning to her pre-royal days when she could wear anything she liked. Everyone has had a haircut they may not have been thrilled with, but cops say few have reacted as violently as this mom. She thought the barber had nicked her son when giving him a trim. And later that day, she allegedly attacked the barber with her car, mowing him down outside the shop. Now that barber is speaking with Inside Edition. Talk about a bad hair day. Cops say this mom went ballistic after a barber accidentally nicked her seven-year-old son. She allegedly drove her car at the barber in an attempt to kill him. Look at the grim aftermath. He was really squirmy that day. Brian Martin, who's been cutting hair for 30 years, tells Inside Edition the mom confronted him about a little nick on her son's neck. Then he says she stormed away and took her revenge. She and I made eye contact as the car was coming at me. The next thing I was aware of is I was looking up at the ceiling and hearing a lot of broken glass falling. 63-year-old Martin is now recovering at home near San Francisco from surgery for a broken leg. People outside said, she said, I hope I, hope I killed him. 28-year-old Ruby yes, Delgadillo has pleaded not guilty to attempted murder. Anyone who cuts hair for a living knows about the problems of squirming kids and barbershops. Here at Cozy's Cuts for Kids in Manhattan, they have several tricks to stop youngsters from squirming and wriggling. 
for us, we say we're working on moving targets, basically. Founder Cozy Friedman told me keeping kids distracted by things like videos or blowing bubbles is key to getting them to sit still. They don't even know they're getting their hair cut, and actually at the end, when they're done, they start to cry because they don't want to leave. YouTube is loaded with videos of unhappy kids wriggling in the barber chair. Hold still. Incredibly, this barber says he forgives the mom, who now awaits trial for trying to run him over because of a haircut. I could hug her and I could say to her, I'm so sorry this happened to us. I wish it had never happened and I wish you well. The mother's currently being held on $1.3 million bail. A guy who broke into a house thought everything was just fine when he encountered the family dog and just petted it. Then Fido turned fierce. This dude is breaking into a house by simply opening the glass door. But he finds something unexpected inside, a giant Great Dane. Will the dog stop him? Look, the bad guy pets the dog who seems just fine with the situation. But wait, things are about to change. Here comes the homeowner. She screams. That's all the Great Dane needs to know. On the attack, he goes. Tracy McCoy of Oklahoma City is praising her Great Dane, Dubai. I came face to face with an absolute stranger and it scared me to death. And I screamed. And when I screamed, Dubai in an instant turned around and did an about face and began pushing the guy out. He's pretty tough. He took this guy out. He actually lunged at his face. Yeah, he went after his face. Dog owners often wonder how their dogs would react to a home invasion. Not long ago, we put them to the test with an actor who pretended to be a bad guy. Three times the dogs ran away. Even this pit bull mix was useless. Who's a good boy? But these two little guys came through in the clutch. They did amazing. Same with Dubai. It might have taken him a moment, but he's still the family hero. Dubai was truly a hero for our family. Way to go, Dubai. Police arrested the suspect a short time later. He has been charged with first-degree burglary. An historic day in our nation's capital today, as the House of Representatives officially voted to send articles of impeachment over to the Senate. That debate took place just minutes after a White House ceremony during which President Trump signed phase one of a new trade agreement with China. Dueling images from Washington. The president is not above the law. He will be held accountable. They have a hoax going on over there. The historic day began with Nancy Pelosi introducing the seven Democrats who will manage the impeachment trial in the Senate. While over at the White House, the president celebrated a new trade deal with China. He was in an upbeat mood, even cracking impeachment jokes. I could use some good legal advice. Do you have some good lawyers over there? I could use some good lawyers, right? Yeah, to hell with it. I just have to suffer through it the way I have all my life. As he signed the trade deal, Pelosi delivered one more zinger on the House floor. It's not personal. It's not political. It's not partisan. It's patriotic. And it's the moment from last night's Democratic debate that has everyone talking. Warren refused a handshake with Sanders. The drama began when Bernie Sanders flat out denied Elizabeth Warren's claim that he privately told her in 2018 that a woman could not be elected president. I didn't say it. Uh, and I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some of the media want. Warren fired back. Look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they have lost 10 elections. 
Right after the debate, Sanders offered Warren his hand, but she refused to shake it and appeared to confront him. What occurred there? Billionaire presidential candidate Tom Steyer was right there, but he claims he heard nothing. What were they arguing? What they were, were they? I really wasn't listening. I, what? How can uh, you not hear Bernie Sanders? Well, maybe Inside Edition can figure it out. We asked our resident lip reader, Larry Wenig, to study the video. He says, I think you owe me a conversation this evening. He says, what? She repeated herself. So she says, I think you owe me a conversation this evening. He says, what? She repeats herself. What does Bernie say back? We will discuss this offset you and me. He says, we will discuss this offset, offset you and you me. me. Now you know. The impeachment trial will begin Tuesday in the U.S. Senate, still to be determined just how the Senate trial will be structured as far as witness testimony is concerned. The man suspected of being the Golden State Killer, Joseph D'Angelo, remains behind bars. He's charged with committing 13 murders and suspected of more than 50 rapes. But there are also other alleged victims, the husbands and boyfriends of the women he terrorized, like this man, who's been traumatized for over 40 years after he was forced to witness his girlfriend's brutal assault. Jim Murray with more on the forgotten victims of the Golden State Killer. He is one of the forgotten victims of the accused Golden State Killer, and he's speaking out about the nightmare that still haunts him. I can see him standing in my bedroom, clear as day, I'll never forget it. I've I saw that vision almost every day for the last 42 years. Dozens of men were forced to witness their loved ones savagely assaulted by the suspected serial killer and rapist Joseph D'Angelo. The former cop is charged with killing 13 people and is believed to have raped at least 50 women from 1974 to 1986 in California. He came in over the back fence. In this Inside Edition exclusive, Victor Hayes takes Jim Murray back to the home where his life was shattered. Victor Hayes was 21 years old when he was living in this rented duplex in Sacramento. He says one night when his girlfriend stayed over, she forgot to secure the sliding glass door. He says he was awakened by a masked intruder aiming a flashlight at him with a pistol pointed directly at his head. He gave your girlfriend, what, a, a shoelace to tie you up? Yeah, and then he inspected it, and then he told her to go in the kitchen and grab some plates. The intruder placed the plates on Hayes' back. So that if you moved, he'd Yeah, hear he it. would hear it. He told me not to make any sounds. If I have to come back in here, if I hear you, I'm going to, I'll blow your brains out. Hayes could only lay there, unable to help, as his girlfriend was sexually assaulted for 30 minutes. Then came this bizarre threat. And did a psychological thing on me saying, I'm going to party with Sharon. And Sharon is who? My mother. So at that point, you think he knows me. Hayes never married or had a family. He says he is furious over the way the original police investigation was conducted. He says he remembers telling investigators in 1977 the intruder wore khaki pants, which he later realized were similar to a police officer's uniform. An Auburn City police log that Hayes recently obtained shows that D'Angelo was on duty around the time he and his girlfriend were brutalized. What does this do for you to get this information? I mean, what is this? What is Puts this? me one step closer to be able to say that he was working when he came to my house. He's convinced someone in authority knew the identity of the suspected Golden State killer long before his arrest. Jim Murray spoke with current Auburn Police Chief Ryan Canaan. Is there any validity in your view that cops didn't want to find out who this was? I can tell you, no. 
No way. There's no police officer, no sheriff's deputy, no law enforcement professional that wants that type of person working for them in their police department. D'Angelo is locked up in a Sacramento jail. He looked shockingly thin at a recent court appearance. According to published reports, he's gone from 205 pounds to 135 after refusing to eat. This coming April will mark the two-year anniversary of D'Angelo's arrest. He has still not entered a plea. He's due in court next week. Next. The five-year-old girl put in a chokehold. Why won't the bus driver stop it? Then, Beyonce breaking the internet. And one in a million shot. This guy got a hundred grand. Wait till you see what this guy got for making the same shot. Why is he so disappointed? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Beyonce's got a new athletic clothing line. And when the first ad debuted, well, it pretty much broke the internet. Beyonce is bearing her booty for her new athleisure brand, Ivy Park. Queen Bay is teaming up with Adidas, and who better to promote it than Beyonce herself? The internet went into meltdown mode over the new bootylicious pictures. I literally just said, wow, loud, goes one tweet. She's already sending out a wardrobe full of samples to her famous friends, including Cardi B. Bitch, Beyonce dead done gave me a closet. Beyonce's ad seems to be working. Adidas's stock shot up since the images were released. Beyonce's line officially goes on sale on Saturday. The mother of a little girl who was being bullied on the school bus is furious with how the bus driver handled the situation. This mom is horrified after watching video of her five-year-old daughter getting put into a chokehold on a school bus. The little girl in pigtails desperately yells for help. But nothing happens. The bus driver allegedly didn't do anything. She breaks down in tears. The video shows at least two children at different times grabbing and beating the girl. The mom, who asked not to be identified, told WFAA-TV that her daughter's life was at risk after one kid pinned her against the glass window and placed her in the chokehold. I felt um, victimized for her and for myself felt helpless that I couldn't do anything to change it. In a statement to Inside Edition, the Dallas Independent School District says it's aware of the incident and immediately took action to permanently move the bus driver to another route. Additionally, students have been disciplined. The mother says her daughter no longer rides the school bus. Still to come, one in a million shot. This guy got a hundred grand. Wait till you see what this guy got for making the same shot. It was an amazing half-court basketball shot, but the prize given? Well, that was less than amazing. He shoots. New York Knicks fan Anthony Peterson makes an incredible half-court shot at Madison Square Garden. Make some noise for Evan! Just days earlier, a Lakers fan made a similar half-court shot in Los Angeles and won a whopping $100,000. Congratulations! So, 
know what was Anthony's prize? 200 measly scratch-off lottery tickets that left Anthony scratching for days. What do you do for work? Basically, I work nine to five scratching off these tickets. Scratch dust got all over everything. Look at this. So, how much money did Anthony end up winning? $500. Pathetic compared to that Lakers guy. This is crazy. This guy's got $100,000. That's a, a different tax bracket. Difference between L.A. and New York, I guess. But what's really amazing is a YouTube sensation, somebody known as Mr. Beast, heard about Anthony's story, heard he only got 500 bucks, and sent him $10,000. When we come back, it's Hungry Hungry Ostrich. Finally today, somebody's hungry. Hungry, hungry ostrich. A tourist at a safari park in Tennessee never realized the giant birds can get so aggressive about food. Just her luck, another ostrich tries to get in on the action. Hungry birds, that's Inside Edition for today. We thank you for watching. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or, how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.